This episode is brought to you by Longhorn Lager from Farmer's Creed Beer. It's time to grab the bull by the horns. Yeehaw! We're here. Did it. Let's go. I'm back, baby. Or much later than usual. You're back in Ontario. Welcome back to Ontario. Thanks, pal. You're hard to see in that uh, presumably skin-tight camouflage t-shirt you've got going on. Well, you have to make sure that all of our fans can see us online. This one's going on the web, right? Video? Yeah, we're live streaming. Um, Welcome back from a... I don't say family vacation. I say family trip. Because they're not typically super relaxing when you're out with the whole fam. That's probably fair. Um, 6,000 kilometers logged. Wow. And my lovely wife probably drove for uh, 150 of those. <laughs> she got me home from Woodstock in one piece on the drive back from Montreal, though. That was nice of her. Good stuff. Good for Lena. Uh, fair warning. Oh, first, welcome to our show. This is Beer and Bullshit, the podcast. I'm Ben Johnson. He's Chris Pellerin. Uh, we had a guest for tonight. It didn't work out, so... Uh, Prepare yourself for uh, unscripted, raw, and uncut beer and bullshit tonight. <laughs> well, that describes me, but you're, aren't you cut? I've got a clean peen, yeah. I got the, uh, no anteater for this guy. <laughs> Good. Okay, well, wait a minute, because assuming you, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't come heavily prepared for this, uh, this tonight's session, I am prepared. I'll save that for a little bit later while we catch up, but uh, vaguely related to intimate questions we're asking each other already. So the theme is good. What are you pouring there? Something from the East Coast, perhaps? Absolutely. Um, It was a pretty packed vehicle, including the the overhead cargo bin. Right. So I was limited. We're not going to bore people with that, but I need to know about that because I would like to buy one of those too. (laughs) We will not do that on the podcast. Anyway, so this thing is about 76 <laughs> and a half inches long. Um, so we were limited to to space to carry. We had like a portable cooler that would plug in, but I was limited to maybe about 20 drinks that I could carry from place to place. So had to be selective on what I was taking from breweries and even the ones that I really liked. I'm limited, maybe like 12 beers. And then, of course, Lena would be like, hey, I just grabbed a 12-pack of you know pei seltzers in the gas station i'm like what are you doing you're killing <laughs> our space here and then you make her chug them that night no jacob actually drank some of those he was enjoying them really yeah he uh he would just like one on occasionally at nights he's like can i have one of those I'm like sure we yeah. get back and he wakes up at 10 o'clock in the morning and says to lena hey do we have any more of those vodka drinks <laughs> 10, it's 10 o'clock in the morning he's like, i'm thirsty well, knowing his parents as teenagers as I did, you might be in for some trouble with young Jacob. It honestly, it felt very reminiscent of me being at around 14 years. And my parents <laughs> like, come on, just have a beer. And what could go wrong? <laughs> well, so what are you drinking? You skipped I'm drinking uh, Pollyanna, a Northeast IPA from Two Crows Brewing. Oh, Two Crows is awesome. Good call. Known as the Bellwoods of the East to some. Who says that? Your brother? Just my, just my brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, pretty exper- experimental on a lot of their stuff. And then they got some of their core beers. And uh, 
this one was nice when uh, to have when I was there. So I grabbed quite a few of these, and then um, who did they have? They had a uh, couple of collaborations that they were on, but Two Crows was really nice. My, probably my favorite beer of any of the the places that I stopped. Yeah, I had their beer when I was out east, but I didn't actually visit their brewery. I'm drinking uh, something a little special Ooh. called Life on Purpose uh, from New Braunfels Brewing Brewing in Texas. New Braunfels Brewing Company. This is a okay. So a little backstory. There's a there's a podcast. It's called How Not to Start a Damn Brewery, and a book of the same title, and it was written by a gentleman named. Excuse me, I'm trying to find his name here. Kelly Meyer. Uh, and he just randomly reached out to me on Instagram and for some reason became obsessed with the idea of of sending me some uh, some beer. And I was like, sure, let's get some beer from Texas. Uh, so it turns out this was his brewery until he sold the place to go start a podcast and write a book and just basically walk away from his brewery. But uh, the beer seemed intriguing. It's uh, a rustic wheat beer fermented on spent Texas peaches and dry hopped with spent Pacifica hops. Uh, it's blend one and 72 bottles were filled in October of 2020. Uh, I was excited to try this. It is aggressively tart. So I've already cracked a steam whistle as a palate cleanser. <laughs> uh, thanks, Kelly, for the beer. Um, I don't know if I've missed its past its prime, but to me, this is super acidic and maybe i'm just a, a wimp when it comes to sours again but cheers <laughs> cheers yeah and you're chasing chasing a beer well i think i may have given up on it i was being polite by saying palate cleanser mm-hmm. yes, we oh and we of... have a sponsor Ooh. if you hold it <laughs> You'll have heard the intro, uh, but I have to I have to do a mid-show read, so I won't spoil it for you, Chris. But like, when I feel like we're approaching the halfway point, I'm just going to randomly read sponsor copy. See if you can catch it. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Uh, so far, I'm in, I'm intrigued. Everything feels a little sponsor copy right now. Just the way I'm speaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been a long day. I'm in sponsored copy mode. Um, I was I was going to talk beer news. There's not, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Is it, is, am I out of the loop or are things just boring and settling down finally? No closures, no big buyouts. Uh, the only thing of note, um, I noticed at Left Field Brewery, I feel like we give them a lot of love, but they have some interesting news. Um, they released a beer called Frozen Rope IPA that Dan Schulman and John Schneider collaborated on, which I think is fun. Is that John That's Schneider fun. from the Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, which is weird because I don't know how he got involved with the Blue Jays. I know he's he's a big Trump guy, so maybe left field is leaning into their MAGA roots and uh, bringing Trump <laughs> Trump celebrities on board. Make a few beers called uh, Right Field. I like it. Um, interestingly, the two Duke cousins have gone in separate directions politically. Just worth noting. What's Tom Opat? What does he feel? I don't know, but he's a lefty. I don't know. They're probably still buds because they were on the show together. But uh, yeah, you watched that show with your son. But I'm impressed that I can remember the names. That's really impressive. I don't think I would have pulled Tom Wampat. I feel like Uh, I've mentioned the Dukes of Hazard on this show more than once. So maybe we can stop. (laughs) You got that big Confederate flag behind you in your office. Oh, and that's not for the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, (laughs) that's for Kid Rock. 
uh it's still a still a interesting show um but yeah it's definitely problematic and uh, most of that was lost on me all of that was lost on me as a child but yeah it doesn't really hold up it's a couple good old boys just two good old boys never meaning no harm i could do the whole song my two-year-old is obsessed with the song he says play yeehaw and that's what he means he needs to hear that song over the alexis speakers um Okay, well, we we got super deep into uh, uh, beer and taxation and politics of beer and representation of the breweries in the Ontario Craft uh, Brewing Association last week. I don't know if you listened to it on the road, made your kids listen to that fun episode, (laughs) but maybe we go the opposite way this week and keep it super light and maybe only beer adjacent. What do you think? That sounds good to me. Do you you want to hear about some uh, beer exploration on my family trip? I would like your top three beers and why. Okay. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, the, I would say, so So Two Crows was probably my favorite beer that I had out there. And this Pollyanna is sort of the flagship IPA. And that would be one of the top three beers. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of the best brewery space, uh, I would go with Tire Shack Brewing okay. in Moncton, which was voted the Canadian Brewery of the Year last year. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, it sounds familiar. Um, amazing merch. Uh, the beer was okay. Amazing merch puts them over the top for you? Well, the I mean, the space was incredible. Or the branding and the merch was amazing. Um uh, but the beer maybe left a little bit to be desired. Uh, okay. So I, I'm not I'm not sure the criteria for brewery of the year or if it's just it's largely merch. One. My <laughs> understanding is this merch. It's, it's like a point system. It merges heavily weighted. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Good hats. You got to get snap back. You're in. Uh, I mean, it was a cool vibe there. It was an old uh, it was an old tire like autom- automotive place. So they had some of the original decor of that and then you know, really cool woodworking for all their tables and stuff. So shouts to Tire Shack and their main IPA parts and labor was was the highlight there for me. Some of their experimental stuff missed the mark a little bit for me. Their pina colada beer was one that I did not try outside of a sip of Lena's. It was not not my favorite. So curiously, they were advertising brewery of the year. No, I um I was looking for breweries in in uh, New Brunswick and uh, specifically Moncton because we had a couple of nights there on our way further east and Lena and I went for a date there for an hour just grabbed a few beers and and took some on the road with us I'm pretty sure Muddy York Brewing Company in Toronto was brewery of the year 2023 at the CBAs well, maybe it was 2022 Ben I'm not a scientist well you can fucking google like I just did <laughs> well that's how I found it I just I didn't know that I was going to be on a beer podcast yeah, every week. I know you're 45 minutes late today, but it's the same fucking week. You know what? It's going to drop at the same time for all of our fans out there, Ben. So yeah, They don't... don't know. They only know my frustration, my seething. Tire Shack 2022. There you go. All right. So it's close. So I, I stopped drinking their stuff and switched to Muddy York because I only drink beer from the best brewery <laughs> in the brewery of the year based on Canadian Brewing Awards. Makes sense. Um and then I'd say my other two beers, I, I was at uh, Low and Oak Brewing right after crossing the, the bridge into PEI. And that was a really, really cool spot. Uh, we had a great lunch there. 
first lobster roll um you know, of your out life east. no out east oh my god i've had a lobster roll at your house before i think really maybe <laughs> um but yeah that was uh that was a good stopping point and uh lena grabbed a six of their um they had this berry field berry farm table uh farm beer and it was um quite refreshing actually called quench um so that was just a good spot to stop nice what was and the highlight of the trip other than being with your family sharing in the love that was that was the highlight how did you obviously know? that's why you have to say aside from the obvious one one last beer part of it uh cape breton brewery and their beer was fantastic i'm not sure if that was kind of like post post hike very thirsty or what mm. but i had a couple of their beers and man they were good i didn't go to the brewery but that would that was everywhere uh, in all the restaurants in cape breton see would you rather and you just did this maybe this was a would you rather we actually did <clears throat> would you rather when you're exploring a new place like that hit up a brewery or find the best beer bar in town and try a bunch of stuff from mm. around the area I don't think that's the question, but Pell's Corner is ruined now. Um, that was, was the it? only thing I had. <laughs> Actually, that was your question. No, I, I don't have anything prepared, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, we're going to do Ben's Corner this week. Oh, it's gonna sick. It's going to be sick. Um, that's a good question. I might prefer like a beer bar where uh, I can explore a whole bunch of different things but there's only the, yeah but it's a pretty rare thing like there's only i I can only think of like a handful that are like mind-blowing like where you go and you see an actual crate like they've actually taken time to curate an insane list that's fair I think of barvolo or whatever it's called now the the two iterations of volo uh milos here in london and then vices and versa in montreal i'm sure there's others but uh Maybe you maybe you missed it. You should have done. You should have done. You that's what you should have googled. You fucked up. Your trip was a write off. You should have. Sure. <laughs> so much regret. <laughs> Call me before you go, you idiot. <laughs> you know what was weird was trying to find a craft beer in Quebec. It was not. Is that how is that hard? It's in every corner store. Well, I know that, but I went to the liquor store and I'm like, "Where's you? Do you have any? Do you have any? Uh, you know, well, craft beer? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, we we have eight, 85 different types of gin that we've uh, that we've distilled in the province, and here's right. two bottles of wine. What the fuck? Yeah, no, you got to just you just ask a local where the good dep is. I know, and then I went across to a grocery store. I'm like, ah, there's 130 different craft beers. Damn it! <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you idiot. Um. Okay, here's what we're going to do for Ben's Corner. We're going to jump We're jump right into it. Um, this is a 2016 BuzzFeed quiz. How well do you know your best friend? Are you ready for this? We're going to compete. I boiled it down to 24 Who questions. Who are you choosing as your best friend? I got four or five candidates. Yeah. Leon, come on in. <laughs> well, for the sake of... For this the is my mom's argument. favorite question. Her favorite question. So, who would you say is your best friend? She asks everybody that. I'm like, you still you know, we're that? not like six year olds. You know, <laughs> you don't have to have a best friend. I don't even ask my kids that. There doesn't have to be a ranking system. Of you still everything. ask people that as grown ups? Yeah. I mean, she asks Lena all the time. And then <laughs> Lena will say, That's I don't really great. have a best friend. I've got lots of great friends. And then my mom will say, well, My best friend is you, Lena. 
No way, really. And then Lena's cheeks get a little bit red. And <laughs> that's an amazing exchange. <laughs> it's pretty amusing. It hasn't happened only once. If you uh, if you know my mother well enough to know that most of these oh, things wow. don't happen that's, only that's one so time. Good. Um, no, but I uh, I mean I have three friends, and that's they're everyone else's acquaintances. I like but to say, and I'm like I don't need more friends. And then last week we needed guys for slow pitch. I was like, fuck me. Could probably do better cultivating a friend list. Damn it, I need more acquaintances that are <laughs> a little bit closer than just acquaintance. Yeah. We managed to put together a team of five of our core guys and three subs, and it was a tough go. It was a tough go. I saw the score. It didn't seem like it would have been that enjoyable. Your defense seemed okay. The game was closer than it looked on paper. I don't know how, but we kept them presented. We had it, we had a I think we did an eight up, eight down. So that was pretty, that was the highlight in the closing innings. We see, also they lent us a catcher for the final three innings, so that made a huge difference to have four guys in the outfield. Yep, that would. Anyway, this has been Long Balls Corner, where we recap our slow pitch, <laughs> our losing slow pitch team. Okay. Our rec league slow pitch. There we go. The question is going to be: Do you know this thing about the other guy? And if you get it, you get a point. And after 24, we'll see who has more points. Pretty straightforward, right? So can this be like the newlyweds game and we're competing with each other and we're lovers? We can be lovers. We could start that. That's a different that's a different conversation. We could start having sex if that's what you're asking me, but I don't I'm not really into that. Well, would you rather start doing that or Everything else. Corner with Literally anything. Literally everything else. All right. I'm just trying to get okay. a window into question, your mind. Before question number one. Do you know my phone number by heart? And do I know yours? And I will say, I absolutely do not know your phone number at all. I don't even know what area code you currently use. I don't know yours. But let's rephrase this one. to you. Do you remember my household number, my landline growing up? 519-434-8400. That's right. And you were 519-673. Oh, shit. I had it a second ago. 1075? Nope. 0795. I'm going to give myself a point for that. Thank you. Damn it. Uh, I had that. I had that 0795. And then when I started saying it, I blanked. Speaking of phone numbers, if you haven't listened to last week's show, we delved into some like... I don't know, vaguely controversial territory with uh, Scott Simmons, the president of the OCB. And he three times offered up his personal cell phone number on the podcast and said, if you want to talk about being a member, you can call me. If you want to talk about our, like I'm, I, I called him on some stuff about like codes of conduct. And he's like, you can call me anytime. Like you're going to regret putting your phone number on the internet, but maybe mm-hmm. not. Maybe no one made it past the 20 minutes. We talked about taxes anyway. Yeah, he could just ignore those calls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on the name of your first ever crush. Ooh. I know this goes back a ways. I feel like I can remember like my own grade one or two. Maybe yeah. I think maybe it was the same girl. I'm gonna go. I think you're right. Is it Camille de Putter? No, but I'm gonna guess yours is Camille. I think mine she was, was Megan. Megan de Putter? Yeah. Okay. Okay, no points awarded. Shout out to what? the de Putter. Would you because you gave me your answer? I knew yours. I guessed yours. I guessed yours. Oh, because I said they were the same? Fine, fine. That's a gimme. But shout out to the DePutter twins. And a little known bit of trivia was I went to kiss Megan on the cheek in our our coat room there in grade one, and I kissed Camille by accident. 
Shouts Whoa. to the twins. Grade one, you're smooching in the cloakroom. I kissed her cheek, Ben. <laughs> this content is so relevant to like eight <laughs> people that listen to the show. Okay. Uh, a gimme, the name of our childhood pet. Yours was Jesse the dog. Yep. And you had Riley and Clifford. Mm, well done. Okay. I can't give you bonus points just because I had two pets. This are we also just giving away like our passport reminders shit right now? There's a good chance, yeah. Uh, this is, did I fall? What for is something? the name of your first nephew? No. What is the last three digits of your SIN card? Uh, our middle name. I mean, that's a gimme. You are. Should we just? We just let's just get points. We don't even. What? Have to no, we have to give this. We're we're trying to give everyone our identity <laughs> theft. We're trying. Okay. Uh, question number six. Do you know uh, whether your best friend whether or not they want to get married? That's an actual part of this quiz. Now I'm going to say no for you. Kidding. I was getting. I'm going to give you a point. <laughs> well, here's a question for you. Uh, if you got divorced, would you get married again? Uh, maybe. Yeah. It'd, it'd be a long time before I did. Why would you have to go contractual? Uh, just so like someone could take care of me when I start shitting myself. You know what? You get married a second time, you're halfway there to get married four times and divorced four times. Don't get married. So you're again. never if you when you get divorced, you're never gonna get married again? No, even if I was a widower, still probably not. Really? I get to be have a partner long term. Yeah, no I guess so. It it's kind of pointless. I once you already have the stuff, right? Like you've got the knives and the dishes. What's the point of getting married again? <laughs> that's what it's about it's all about the registry it really is if anyone's contemplating getting married don't do a registry if you don't do one it's cash only don't let somebody off the hook with a no i disagree towels. register because then you get all the shit you would never buy yourself and if you register at the bay anything on your registry you don't get you can buy for 50 percent off for a year so you could register for a big screen tv and if no one gets it you can buy it this is this was the sponsored copy. Yeah, sponsored. brought to you by the Bay. <laughs> yeah, we landed Canada's Hudson oldest Bay. company. Hudson Bay is our sponsor. Okay, we're six questions in. Do you know my astrological sign? Yes. What is it? Oh, I didn't know it was fault. You're Aries. That's right. Damn it. And I know we're born in the same month, but you're not the same sign as me. And what you're whatever becomes. Before Aries, <laughs> whatever becomes Aries, <laughs> whatever Aries when it morphs, baby Aries, <laughs> uh, uh, Pisces. Oh, lucky guess. Yes, I have no idea. Uh, okay, their birthday. I think we both know each other's birthdays. Let's not put our birthdays on our podcast. Shoe size. Do you know my shoe size? I think so. I think you're a twelve. I think you're a twelve. Yep. I'm right. a 13, bitch. Oh, damn it. Okay, no point for me. Their pants size. Hmm. And we've definitely talked about this, oh, but I have. feel like it's it could have been 10 years ago and it could be a very different story no, these days. Same same pants size since I was 16. Come on. They fit differently. And they <laughs> they have fit very differently. Your and dick's I did... hanging over the belt because you can't get him up over here. No, I did I did spike and go up a couple of inches during my tubby years, but uh, I, they just they were they were wearing a little bit lower back in the day. Okay, um, I'm gonna say 36. What isn't it? Isn't it waist and length? Oh, I have to guess your inseam now. Okay, you're 36 waist, 33 length. 
I am going to guess for you. Am I right? 30... No, you're close. 36-32. Fucking short leg, little bitch. I know. I mean, really, I'm more like a 35-31, except those 35-31s I got aren't fitting as what nicely around the waist. 31? Jesus, how do you run with those little stems? Uh, not very fast. <laughs> but, man, I got a long neck and head. Um, you you're are all a... torso. You're at 34-34. Um, in some brands, I guess I would be. I'll give you a point for that. 33-32, whatever. Favorite there's, book. There's not odd-numbered. Like, Banana Republic. There is. 33. It's, it's rare. Where I shop. I shop at the cool spots you don't know about. Odd-numbered pants. Baby you don't know odd-numbered pants? You, you don't go ONP? ONPs are the bomb. Right, Joe Fresh, baby. <laughs> uh favorite book um i feel like yours is like the time stamper it's something about the time guy some fantasy thing. the time stamper time That's lord it was an idris elba and or matthew mcconaughey movie uh I'm picturing a cowboy hat time lord <laughs> they were only in one movie together and that's not my favorite book uh lord of the rings book one i mean Technically, the Lord of the Rings was all one book. They cut really? it up later on. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite book, but sure, I'll give you a point for that one. Yeah, I'm killing it. Wait, I gave for you a point. You, I'm going to say And there's What's, three options. I'll give you three options. If you get any one of the three, I'll give you a point. Well, I mean, I know who two of your authors would be. Um, was it Slaughterhouse Five? Kirk I'll give Bobby? you that. Yep. And you'd have Hunter S. Thompson to be in there for something for you. Yep. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I was going to give you that too. I'm tempted to give you a bonus point, but I think I might be losing, so I'm not going to do that. <clears throat> Favorite TV show of all time. For you, could it be any more friends? I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna pull that one back. Just the skinny Chandler years. I don't I checked out when he got all puffy. It wasn't my vibe. You know, you can track his substance abuse based on the way he appeared on the screen. His words. Yeah. His yeah. Words. Oh yeah. Have you seen him now? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I mean, he's so mean to Keanu Reeves for no reason. Yeah, that was uncalled for. Yeah. And like, way to pick on the most <laughs> beloved celebrity there is. Yeah, the most, the most, like the. By all he's, accounts, he's a gentleman, guy, a just very to... decent guy. Yeah, <laughs> pick your battles, Chandler. Uh, uh, for you, favorite TV show, Sopranos. Yep, uh, yep. Or, I or Mad it. Men would be. Oh, one. that's very good. Okay, I'm feeling bad for being way out of not knowing where you're coming from. <clears throat> I mean, if I went on like repeat watches, and I feel like I'd go with, I, uh, I think you should leave. It's probably too fresh to be considered a favorite. Right, of all time. Um, if you're a big Seinfeld guy, I know you did a speech by you read from his book in grade seven. That was huge. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with soap on a rope? That crush. The teachers love that. The novelty <laughs> of watching a grade seven read directly from Seinfeld's book. People are like, I wrote a speech. You're just reading. That was Seinfeld. my favorite book from earlier. I take it back. Lord of the Rings doesn't count. It's sign language. <laughs> it's just his act written down. But yes, it was pretty good. Uh, your favorite TV show of all time. 
I don't know. Saved by the Bell's got to be up there. Quoted a lot. Yeah, up there. You know what? I don't have a lot of shows that I've just rewatched over and over and over again that would constitute normal favorite. And now I'm terrible at watching TV. I've started hundreds, maybe thousands of shows that I haven't finished. Uh, so you can't even answer this. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe Seinfeld would have been a good one for me back in the day. Um, I'm giving myself a point, and you. Fine. Your dream profession. Hmm. For you, it's obviously professional masturbator. Yeah, I've been amateur for so long. You, it's hard to turn pro. <laughs> I your dream profession would be a late night talk show host. You're okay. You're killing me. That is my hundred percent. I feel like I want to say professional golfer for you just because it's the lifestyle you'd like to live. I mean, it would be nice, but that wouldn't be my uh, dream job. You know what? We're Um, halfway. Let's do it. Let's do an ad read. Let's do it. (laughs) Uh, Are you looking for a smooth... I just interrupt you like this? Excuse me. What the hell? I just interrupt during the sponsor copy? I'm just... I'm not sure how this works. It's time for reading an ad. Looking for a smooth, lightly filtered lager with a balanced taste and crisp finish? Grab the bull by the horns. Longhorn Lager from Farmer's Creed Beer is available at Select Beer and LCBO stores. Details at farmerscreedbeer.com. There we go. We've got an ad. And they have the same tagline as us. So I don't know if we should be fighting them or embracing it, but apparently we're embracing it. I thought that was part of the... No, they wrote that. They wrote that. There's There's a longhorn on their logo. So grab the bull by the horns. Huh. I know. We'll have to establish who said it first when I go after all that money. <laughs> no, they're sponsoring us. I'm not going to do that. I'm not sure somebody can can use a tagline that's just a generic expression. That's been nope, started. I used it first. No one said it before me. <laughs> Grab the bull by the horns. It's my I mean, thing. technically, Buck Martinez said it. That's true, but I paid him to say it. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. <Damn> no, no. <laughs> the glass has been shattered for all our listeners. That was yeah. not. That wasn't because he's our friend. Uh, yeah, friend of the show, big friend of the show, Buck Martinez. Uh, shout out to Buck Martinez tonight. He was just ripping on people that put ketchup on their hot dogs. He just went on a tangent because it's like it's hot dog night at the at the dome, and he, like the camera cut to a guy, and he's like, he's just like ketchup on his hot dog. Now that's that's disgusting. Everybody knows it's mustard only. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> I've off. lost respect. He's... And then the guy is like, uh, uh, he was talking about. Um, He's like, well, you know, now that I say that, my wife likes ketchup on her hot dogs, so I should retract that. And then <laughs> the, the camera immediately cut to another guy whose whose hot dog was pure ketchup, and he's like, they put these guys all in the same section. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb! What a weird thing for him to call people out on. I'm with him, hundred no, percent. He is. He has split the show right in half. Like ketchup I would go bullshit. ketchup only, uh, and. I would never put mustard on my hot dog. Oh, the exact opposite. Ketchup belongs on fries and or grilled cheese. End of list. I did have a little bit of uh, a Dijon horseradish mustard on the weekend, which and? was acceptable for me. Yeah. French's. I like a good Canadian-made yellow mustard. Your dream profession is a real estate developer. I don't know. Sure, I'll give it to you. I was going to go with teacher. I'm taking a zero on that. Uh, their most embarrassing sexual encounter. Mm. I'm, 
I don't know if we can reference this on. You can edit this out if it's inappropriate. But I was going to say bubblecock. I was going to say you don't have to say it. You know <laughs> the answer here, and okay. that wasn't an that wasn't embarrassing for me until it became so well known to uh, our group of friends. But yeah, right, I'll, not I'll, embarrassing in the moment, but the fact that we all know about just the just cock. weird in the moment. But right. I will give you that point. Okay, should. We'll just let our listeners' imaginations. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, we just got our first sponsor. I don't think we need to go into no, we won't describe bubblecock. Your most it will be a hashtag for all social media promoting this riveting episode. <laughs> and you know what? Next episode, our new sponsor is going to be Bubble Stash IPA. <laughs> That's a quick tie-in. Okay, we're fourteen. What, of uh, what was the question? Repeat most it. embarrassing sexual encounter. I mean, for you, I want to say, you know, all of them. <laughs> every time you had sex with your wife, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> Eight seconds into every single one of them. This uh, never happens, babe. We've been together for a really long time. Okay, I'm going to give you zero, but I can tell you what it is. Should I tell this story? Fuck it. Yeah, I can tell the story. It was a long time ago. She's my wife now. It's it's fine. Well, so is yours actually. Um. But we that, wait. Just a brief interruption right, right, right. there. Is it is it is it hard to have conversations about sex stories when you've been with your wife since you were teenagers? Because they're all the sex stories are about your wife, right? Versus somebody that is a bit more of, of a philanderer through their twenties, and it's like, totally. I, I can tell these fun sex stories, and uh, nobody gets hurt, and nobody here has known my wife for thirty five years. Right. Yes, it is. The answer to your question is yes. <laughs> anyway, go ahead with your sex story for everyone. Well, mine was only that we were on a futon in her parents' basement back in the day. And uh, there's like one of those like, you know, those blankets that are like largely brown and orange and they're very open weaves. Like you can put your fingers through them. You know, those blankets. I do. And uh, I like that you used finger penetration for your. I was showing you and I have I did a visual, too. OK, so we were we were on the futon uh, with no clothes on. And we heard uh, my then girlfriend, now wife's dad coming downstairs and she just jumped up and left the room and like ran, I think, to the laundry room and closed the door. And he came downstairs and I only had that blanket, which was smaller than me to cover myself. So I had to hook my thumbs and my toes and stretch it over my body larger than it needed to be while I was completely naked under it. So he for sure just came down to the foot of the stairs looked and saw everything through the blanket oh, and i just looked over flying squirrel with a dick I just looked over and i went sup <laughs> <laughs> nice so that would be mine uh can i have another one actually yeah about, while we're talking about this yeah hopefully it's about you yes it is about me so similar basement style ba- yeah, basement style basement everyone's style. favorite <laughs> you guys go basement style that's sick bro um and uh we got interrupted you know my my father-in-law had come home from his night shift work and so you know we kind of your mom's like who's your best friend (laughs) we stop but i'm i'm still wearing a condom and uh you know he comes and says hi and then uh, my sister-in-law comes down and says hi and meanwhile when no one's looking you know my girl's kind of kicking you know trying to do some foot stuff i'm like that's very uncomfortable please stop doing that you know and then I go drive home a little bit after that. I'm like, okay, now I can take the condom off. And it wasn't there. 
And I went on vacation for a week the next day. This is pre cell phone. So I'm like, I wonder who found that. You know, I mean, it's not fully. Your used plan to... was just wear it home. I was just about to leave. So I thought it's still going to hang on there, you know, uh, until I go. But <laughs> not with your little Peter Pecker. Doesn't no, she it. kicked it off. It's well, I mean, off. it's I don't know if you know this. It's a different size when it's when it's uh, roused. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got limp and it slipped right off because you know, it was, it was not well it. thought of. I was young. Anyway, I went on vacation. I had no idea who found it. Uh, still to this day. No, no, it was her sister found it, but I was gonna say we've got your father-in-law ready. Bring him in. <laughs> You've got Quack here. I'm surprised he'd come what on did this. You just say, uh, okay. What? Um, I'm gonna give. Okay, I got a point. You did not. Your favorite movie. That's a bit of a jump. Yeah, so this is probably gonna be like a wider swath, but uh, for you, I'll go with Tombstone. I was gonna say that for you too. It's not my answer. It's up okay. there. Top 10. My my answer would be Cool Hand Luke. Huh. Great movie. Wouldn't have guessed that. I knew you were a fan of that movie, but I wouldn't have guessed it's your favorite. Yep. I think it's a cooler movie to say it's your favorite movie, so I've just always said it, you know? You're never going to get mine. It's Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. Ah, that was my second guess. Is that really the subtitle for that no, movie? <laughs> it is, yes. But it is not my favorite movie. Okay, this one's funny. How much money is in your bank account? I I don't know how much money is in my own bank account, so I'm not going to wager a guess. Yeah, I don't know. This one's not as fun. This is more fun for when you're like 12. How many tattoos they have? You have zero tattoos. You have three now? Correct. Your favorite alcoholic drink? I mean, by volume. My volume is beer for both of us, for sure. Beer. Yeah, one point each. Uh, how many drinks they can have before getting drunk? That's an interesting one. Oh, I don't even know this for myself. That's why I get in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't for, even. For you, you don't get in trouble when you're drunk as often as I have in the past. But Yes, but it's largely a case of knowing my limit and playing within it. It's not that I have a higher tolerance. No, certainly not. If anything, I would say you. No, certainly not. I can drink more than you, you little pussy. I can fuck you up, you little fucker. <laughs> I can drink more than you right now. I drink nine <laughs> beers in an hour. I told that story on the podcast. I'm I'm huge. My legs are shorter than you, but my waist is larger. We established that. You no, know, what is that full torso you can fill with beer? Um, um it depends. This is a weird question because we both drank. We've definitely had days where we drank beers in the high double digits because it's cottage drinking. But say high just... double digits, like approaching 90. <laughs> yes. No. Uh, okay. Low to middle double digits. But like if I did 10 shots of vodka right now, that would be problematic. Are they one ounce or one and a half ounce? Real shots. Come on. Mm. Many... I'm actually not sure that you'd be that banged up. It's only half a 26er. You'd be drunk. Yeah. True. I, I do have like trouble. a three, I do have like a three shot martini semi regularly. But if you have three martinis, you know what? I feel like the answer is ten. I'm gonna say you would have ten drinks before getting drunk. Oh, I thought it was trouble. No, no. How many drinks can they have before getting drunk? 
Before they oh. get in trouble. Before I someone calls the police. I thought it was how many drinks before it's trouble. I thought that's how I heard no, the before question. Before getting drunk. Um, yeah, for you, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go 10. And I'm right. You're wrong. For me, it's 13. Oh, damn it. Okay. That's the point for you. It's very scientific. How many kids they want to have? <laughs> uh, for, for you, you? For you, it's one. Correct. For me, it's actually four. Oh, we both got fucked. <laughs> no, uh, well, no, I was, uh, I, uh, it was almost going to be two for me. I got the third one. I snuck it in there. But you wanted four. Well, I we initially wanted four. Then we had one, and we're like, yeah, maybe three. Then we had two, and we were like, eh, maybe two. <laughs> but tonight, someone was showing me a picture of their granddaughter, and I said, uh, "I'll take her." Uh, you know, I'm. That's a normal a thing to say. I'll steal your baby. Well, he was trying to sell his his recently deceased mother's two hundred egg holders. I'm like. I don't want those. That's fucking weird. But I would take a baby girl. She's adorable. Two hundred year, what? He like his, eggs? his his like, recently passed mother. Yeah. Had a, had a, she collected egg holders, little ceramic okay. holders of hard boiled eggs that you may have seen in your grandmother's house. Sure. But why would anyone have two hundred of those? Mm. I and guess said, I'll pass on those, but I'll buy a child. He said, does anyone want any of this stuff? And then he was flipping through and it's all old grandma stuff. And then there was this cute little, uh, cute little baby. I'm like, sure. All right. So would he, the next question is, would this person ever purchase a baby? Yes, I know. He would. No, no, no. Would anyone want it? I wasn't going to pay for it. it would be... uh, if they snore, I know you snore aggressively. I will not stay in the same hotel room as you. So, yes, I know that one. Well, and you snore because you have a two-year-old at home and you like to drink, so. Sure, I'll give you one. My wife says they snore. Which one of your other friends you secretly find annoying? <laughs> Am I allowed to say you? <laughs> says other friends. Hmm. Well, then- secretly kind of throws this, like, you. there's some obvious ones, the secret ones, I don't know. Well, and... I'm not convinced that very many of our friends actually listen to this podcast, so we're probably we can free say whatever, to say whatever we want. Uh, yeah, most of my friends have unfollowed me on all social media and don't listen to my podcast, so that's fair. I mean, they secretly find me annoying. Well, I, so I fuck think them all. You've secretly acknowledged that you only have three friends, uh, so you can only name two of them. Who's more annoying, Leon or Goose? Now, well, go well down. who do I secretly find annoying and who do I openly find annoying? <laughs> well, well, then you're making narrowing it down even further. You secretly find Leon annoying. So annoying. <laughs> uh, mm. Let's just say we don't find our friends annoying and give ourselves. Yes, let's do that. Uh, how they take their coffee. I believe you take your coffee with cream and no sugar uh, or milk. I take my coffee black. Damn it. Occasionally with an ice cube because it's too hot when it comes out. And I want to drink it right now. <laughs> uh, you take yours. One cream, one sugar. Wrong. Black. Fuck. I knew it was black. God damn it. I should have trusted <laughs> my instincts there. Uh, do you know all of my allergies? And do I know all of yours? Uh, you have no allergies because allergies are for the week and they're bullshit. Mm. 
False. I'm allergic to marijuana. Whatever. I've it on this podcast. You're Breaking allergic to weed? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm allergic to out, weed. You break out in hives when you get high. If I, if I touch the flower, I instantly sneeze. If I roll multiple joints with my hands, I will break out in hives on my back. If I smoke it, my you eyes can't be look allergic like to. You've been smoking weed for thirty-five years. Well, I know, and I may, maybe I've just developed this allergy over the last. 25 That's an exaggeration. Years or so. Thirty-five. Thirty-five is an exaggeration. <clears throat> I was eight years old. Yeah, oh, not too far off. You uh, are allergic to weed. It's my only my only known allergy. Huh. And for you, you no are. I don't think you're allergic to anything. I'm not. My face gets red when I have fake garlic, but I don't count that. One point for you. Go fake to, garlic is not going to be acceptable. Go to karaoke song. That's our last question. And we've never done karaoke together, ever, which we should rectify. Absolutely. But I have done karaoke way more times than you, so this is a harder one for me. Mm-hmm. Mine is, I know what it would be if I was to do karaoke tonight. You're never going to get it. You, I remember a brief period where you were playing like rock, classic rock cover songs. Like, for example, I I remember like a stag and doe. Maybe our friend John. Uh, Where there was a lot of ACDC. But I remember your go-to karaoke song for a while was Freebird. And it was just like you'd take over the bar because it's a very long song. And you would walk around singing it. So I'm going to say Freebird. I mean, that's a great, that's a great guess. That would have been my original karaoke song. I'm, I'm going to give you a point for it because it was a good guess. Uh, yes. That was a great song because before I sang a lot of karaoke when I was living in China, uh, certainly not a very strong singer. And Freebird was great for two verses, two choruses, and then me being permitted to walk around the bar during a nine-minute guitar solo. Yep. I saw it go down more than uh, once. A couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, it would probably be more White Wedding, Billy Idol now, or I want it that way, Backstreet Boys. Ooh, okay. The uh, karaoke songs I had to sing in China were only the, the only English language You haven't songs. guessed mine. You haven't guessed mine. Come on. I'm just, I'm giving a little more background on my karaoke. Oh yeah, let's dig deep in your karaoke song favorites. I had to sing some just awful, awful songs for karaoke because the English language selection was not great. Um, a lot of careless whisper, not really in my repertoire, but <laughs> Jesus. Um, your karaoke song. This is a hard one. This is riveting podcasting. <laughs> There's like th- three people in the world are still listening to this. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, what's up, Dan Larimer. I'm going to say, hey, Dan. I'm going to go with Al Green. Let's stay together. Well, that's a good one. I would try to rip that, but I would say I would actually do most of the Eagles catalog, and but my first choice would probably be Dwight Yoakam's version of Purple Rain. That's my shower blaster. So no really? points for that. Oh, yeah. I love that song. That Great should first. Almost, that should almost be minus one points for you. <laughs> Better than the original. Sorry, Prince. R.I.P. Okay. Grand total after 24 questions. Uh, I got 13 right. And you got 16, right? You yes. know me better than I know you. This has been the 
presumably best listened to podcast that <laughs> Beer and Belshit has ever put out. Uh, we're back with guests next week, I promise. Thank you to our new sponsors. Grab their bull by the horns. Grab our bull by the horns. There's a lot of bull to go around. and We can handle it. Chris, welcome back to Ontario. Uh, let's try to step up our game next week for our faithful listeners. Dan Lorimer, Max Stevens, if you're still here, thank you. Big fans. Two people that have said they only listen to the shows, that it's just the two of us. I think most other people are in the other boat, but uh, there we are. Well, and anyone else that has been listening this long who enjoys us, you are officially named as an acquaintance of Ben, not a friend. I will add you to the list. Honestly, if you can tell me, if you email me or message me just uh, uh, the random phrase, uh, go to karaoke song, I'll know you listened this far. You're officially my best friend, my new best friend. (laughs) And Ben will know 13 of 24 things about you. It's all it takes to be best friends with me. Uh, I'm going to go to bed, Chris. Good to see you. Good to see you. Bye. A longhorn. Longhorn longer? Do I look like a sarsaparilla man to you? One longhorn coming up. Longhorn Lager by Farmer's Creed Beer. Grab the bull by the horns at select beer and LCBO stores.